0: man more <laughs> batman huh. you
1: back you flatter me
0: that's what that's what joe's doing he's not at work yeah. he's, he's <laughs> saving the city he's look, saving gotham city. look at him
2: <laughs>
1: oh yeah <laughs> uh,
2: all right what is up everybody we are back on wednesday night once again we are the water boys and there is A whole heck of a lot to get to. I know it's been about a week and a half since we've been on. And they have been going absolutely nuts with uh, free agent signings and trades the last few days. Uh, NVA home stretch is heating up. And as I mentioned in a Facebook post, uh, did I do that yesterday or earlier today? I can't remember. We will be filling out our bracket. For the NCAA men's March Madness Tournament.
1: Yes. We're about to go perfect. I'm telling you. <laughs>
2: so with all that being said, I'm I'm just gonna start rattling off some of the stuff that's happened in the NFL because if we were to talk about every single one of them, I think we'd be here until about five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so just to go through a few uh just within the last hour von miller signed a six-year deal to join the buffalo bills uh linebacker Zadarius smith who just yesterday was released by the uh, green bay packers is signing with the baltimore ravens julio jones has been released by the texans uh, former Cardinal defensive end outside linebacker Chandler Jones is joining the Raiders. Uh, the Jaguars made a slew of signings as they signed three wide receivers that I don't, I don't, didn't really make much sense to me because, yeah, they gave the Jaguars three decent receivers, but they still really don't have a defined number one receiver.
0: Or did they? I saw they picked up Kirk. Was it someone else? Uh, they got? It was
2: Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, hmm. and Cedric Wilson. Huh.
0: Who again? All three decent, you know, receivers. Decent, but... but I mean, unless they think much, much higher than on Kirk than the rest of us do, because they paid him a lot of money. They did four years, man.
2: Yeah, like I think they give him what four years, like 84? like $84 million or something like that, it might At have been. Least, yeah. And I know they paid um, Cedric Wilson. They paid him a decent amount of money, too. Uh, but continuing on, uh, Rams, the left tackle, and Super Bowl champion Andrew Whitworth is calling it a career as he has announced his retirement. Uh, the Giants have signed quarterback Tyrod Taylor. Honestly, gonna say, I don't think that's a bad move for the Giants at this point.
0: No, it's good to have. I mean, I don't think he'll be starting, but it's good to, uh, you know, have him just in case. Yeah.
2: And Joe, your Jets have been pretty busy. I- I- I've been seeing the last couple days, they've been making some good moves. They have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, they honestly have. They re signed Braxton Berrios.
0: Uh, oh, they, I-
2: They signed – I believe it was – yeah, I think it was the Jets signed uh, Pro Bowl offensive guard uh, Lakin Tomlinson from the 49ers.
1: Yeah, from the Niners we got him. Dude, Uh, we got O'Furma, the tight end from Cincinnati.
2: Yes, I saw that one. So the the Jets have actually made a few decent moves so far this offseason.
1: The problem is – I don't know if you guys saw Marcus May. He was on the Jets defense. He went to New Orleans. And you guys Ooh. know about Jamal Adams a couple of years ago. He went to Seattle. The yeah, issue before. is, we could bring guys in. That's not the problem, it's keeping them. Because mm. if you still think about it, if you still have Marcus May and Jamal Adams. This defense is pretty sick, right? But it, it's very, very difficult to keep these, these, these high profile players who are studs but they want to win. So it makes sense why they leave. It's just brutal because there's just not a lot of consistency, right? They true. come and they Oh, If they stayed, dude, Super Bowl chance.
2: Mm. Very true. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers have basically are, are pretty much saying they're going for it all uh, because not only did they sign – The NFL's leading interception getter since 2019, J.C. Jackson, who was let go by the Patriots. They also made a splash by trading for outside linebacker Khalil Mack from Chicago. Mm. So the Chargers are loading up on defense. Uh, The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have signed uh, former Falcons receiver Russell Gage. Uh what else do we have? Oh yes, the one that annoyed me the most and it just absolutely pisses me off to no end when I see players do this, especially cuz it just happened to me. Uh now former Cowboys defensive end Randy Gregory I saw yesterday at about 11:30 it was, was reported that he agreed agreed to a, a five-year, $70 million deal to re-sign with the Cowboys. And then by 2 o'clock in the afternoon, it was reported that Grant, Randy Gregory said, no, nah, I changed my mind. I'm same, I'm signing the same contract, but with the Broncos instead.
1: Oh, that's, that's brutal. That's tough.
2: So, like, I understand guys leaving in free agency and stuff like that. But when it comes down to, like, it being reported by everyone that he agreed to a deal to re-sign with the Cowboys and then basically turns around and says, oh, no, screw you guys, I'm out, like two, two, three hours later, that's messed up. Like, if you're going to sign the deal, sign the deal. If not, then not fine, whatever. But, like, when a player changes their mind like that, it's just like, come on, dude. Like now you're basically like everybody every Cowboys fan in the world is now hoping he like breaks his ankle or ends up having like another mental issue or something and doesn't end up
1: playing for the Broncos. How because much money did they were both teams offering the same amount of money or did Denver offer more?
2: No, it's this it was the same exact contract. It was five years, 70 million dollars. No, way. I don't know if maybe there was a little bit like a of a different stipulation in the Broncos contract, or what? But from what I saw, it was the exact same deal. Wow, dude, that's
1: interesting. So I, I don't know. There's definitely some intricacies in that in that contract that we don't know about. Yeah, there's, oh. there
2: there probably
1: has to be. But there's no way he was like, "Oh, Denver's better." You know what I mean? Which isn't the case in any way, shape, or form. Denver's yeah, who- freezing. Compared to, seriously <laughs> though, you know,
2: I like, rather... Yeah, but but at the same time, you have to wonder: Is this a case of the Denver Broncos now have Russell Wilson at quarterback? Ooh, that's a good point. And players want to go play there now. It's a
1: very good point. I didn't think of that.
2: That that is a very big possibility because, as I'm sure everybody knows, huge blockbuster deal. That sent Russell Wilson, and I believe it was a fourth-round pick, to Denver. Uh, In return, the Seahawks got – Drew. it was Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and one other player who I can't remember, along with two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and I think a fourth-round pick. So – who, who knows with that? Um, we mentioned those couple. J.C. Jackson going to the Chargers. Uh, the Jaguars also signed now former Giants tight end Evan Ingram. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater signed a deal with the Dolphins. Um, the Cleveland Browns, uh, just a day after trading for Amari Cooper, getting him from the Cowboys, uh, for a couple of mid-round picks, uh, decided to release Jarvis Landry.
1: That's crazy. Uh, I'm,
2: I'm, I feel like that had to be a money thing, because they brought in Amari Cooper, who's set to make $20 million uh, next year, which is the exact reason why the Cowboys got rid of him, uh, because they needed to dump some salary cap. And I, I feel like it probably had to de- deal with something like that. Uh, James Conner re-signs in Arizona with the Cardinals. Chase Edmonds goes from Arizona to Miami. Mitchell Trubisky signs a contract to become a Pittsburgh Steeler. And Nick, your Eagles have signed former Panthers uh, linebacker Hassan Reddick. I think Alrighty. that's actually a decent move for them. Uh, the Cowboys did re-sign uh, Michael Gallup to a five, uh, five-year, five $62 million deal. Uh, Kirk Cousins uh, has signed a one-year, $35 million fully guaranteed contract extension to stay in Minnesota. And, of course, the one thing that I'm sure a lot of people saw coming and also a lot of people hoped wasn't going to happen, but Tom Brady is returning for his 23rd season as he announced that he is coming out of retirement to return to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's crazy.
0: Also, Uh, just uh, the reason I was quiet, I was trying to look up to see if there was any sort of uh, contract thing with uh, Gregory, and there's no details, but from the reporting, it seems like Dallas had some sort of contract language protecting themselves against Gregory included in there somewhere that he was not a fan of, and that's what forced him out. Because he's dealt with injury, hasn't he?
2: He's dealt with that, and also the fact that he's dealt with uh, some mental issues. Okay, they're I don't saying, know exactly the ex- extent of it, right? But they're I not remember- saying
0: a quote of anything, but they're basically saying the Cowboys had some sort of. Uh, basically, they were saying uh, the Cowboys had some. We're trying to pull a fast one with some sort of contractual language in the contract that was only included in his and no other contracts that they had had. And that's what ended up making him, I guess, I mean, that's his fault or I guess, I mean, not his fault, I guess it's his agent's fault for not getting to it, but they probably jumped the gun on signing saw that. And then that's what I think I'm from the looks of it. That's what created it. It wasn't just a, you know, by the way, let me, let me go to Denver instead. So just wanted to try and find something if there was any yeah. sort of reason with
2: that. Yeah. All right. Um, but to, to the other point, because uh, I do remember when Gregory was coming into the league, uh, I guess I didn't really know this uh, until then, honestly, at that point, that uh, all players that declare for the draft go through, obviously, the combine, and they do all their other stuff. Apparently, they also do uh, are subject to – a psych evaluation. And the only reason I know this is because when Randy Gregory got drafted, one of the big things that a lot of people talked about was the fact that he failed his psych evaluation when he was uh, coming out as a rookie after the Cowboys drafted him. And that for like the first two or three years of his career, he was on and off being suspended by the league because of it, because he was having again I, I don't know exactly what like the issue is with him but he has some sort of like you know mental issue where i don't know if it was something where he was like taking medication for it or something like that that maybe he wasn't getting through the right channels and he got suspended i don't exactly remember it I'd, ha- I'd have to look into it uh a little more so but just to kind of You know, play defense for the Cowboys a little bit just because I am a Cowboys fan. That maybe they had that kind Mm -hmm. of language in there, like protecting themselves from him. One, because of the, you know, the injury history. And two, maybe because of that, you know, mental, I I guess, instability or issue that he's Mm -hmm. had in the past. That, like, if something else happened with him because of that, they didn't want to be you know, paying him however much they're going to pay him if he's not on the field because of some off-the-field issue or something like Mm -hmm. that. But who knows if it works out for the Broncos, good for them. You know, I kind of hope it doesn't. I hope he plays terribly, uh, to be honest with you, but we'll see. Uh, And the other – uh, two last two here uh, For the NFL before we go over Some NBA real quick Carson Wentz on the move again As the Washington Commanders uh, Gave go up back a package, to the
0: NFC East, baby
2: Gave up a package of mid-round draft Picks which I think included like A, a fourth and like a couple of fifths Or something like that uh, To get Carson Wentz from the Colts And the Seattle Seahawks Released perennial Pro Bowl linebacker
0: Bobby Wagner. That's crazy. Who, who That's follow, crazy. followed his quarterback's footsteps right into Denver, didn't he? I did. He? I don't. I, I think b- he's I still a free so. agent right now. I'm yes. pretty sure he signed.
2: I haven't heard anything about that yet, and nothing. I didn't see anything posted on the NFL's Let's Instagram see. page.
1: Let's do some research. Bobby Wagner.
2: As far as I know, I think he might still be a free agent right now.
1: He's still a free agent as of this second. He's still a free huh. agent.
2: I wouldn't be at all That's surprised if he signs in Denver. But right. apparently, there is—he uh, is drawing inf- interest from the Cowboys, who if the Cowboys were to sign him even for a couple
0: of years, I think that would be great. Hmm. The big question though, you know, Seattle seems to be, uh, into a rebuilding now. Where is, uh, where's, uh, Mr. Metcalf going? Cause there's no way he sits his ass there.
2: Yeah.
0: Not they, I mean, right now they don't even have a quarterback. I mean, they have lock, I guess. They have Drew Locke, but Which I like Locke. I mean, he's not, you know... Uh, The other
2: thing I've heard... uh, Actually, the other news that broke that we need to mention is that Deshaun Watson Mm
0: -hmm.
2: cleared on all charges in that... uh, That's just very strange... uh, I guess, what was it? You know, the sexual assault case Mm -hmm. that had, like, 22 women step forward and say that he made advances on them. Which... I remember when we first talked about this to me, the, that that 22 is kind of what threw me off. I'm like, it, it just made it seem too weird. Where if like, if it was three or four, I could I could see that being very legitimate. But when it starts getting up to like 22, it's like, no, okay, maybe three or four of them really were telling the truth. That's
0: the problem is, and there's then, all like, sorts of different variables yeah. for it. Either- because it's not black and white either all 22 are right or all 22 are not right. wrong yeah three, uh three or four of them could have had serious like uh i don't know legitimate write, you know legitimate right. gripes and then maybe you know another four or five might have had something less serious but also worth noting yeah but not the same as the other four and then you might have 10 that's actually didn't have so it's like yeah or like or we could be you know just because he wasn't charged i mean 15 of those could have been that's truthfully accusing him 22 of them could be truthfully accusing zero could have been truthfully accusing yeah, like yeah. we we don't have the proof to real because and that's the thing i mean this is gonna sit over him for a while i imagine like i even saw um because Atlanta was one of the teams that was being talked about for him. And I mean, I saw like, you know, and if that, you know, it makes sense. Like women that work with like the Atlanta Falcons were being like vocal on Twitter saying like, I'm like, you know, either if it's a fan, like I am changing my allegiance if they, you know, pick him up, or if you work there, like I will no longer be comfortable. I mean, that think about if you're like uh, on the training staff, for, yeah. and you're a woman, and they sign him. Whether it was truthfully accused or not, there's going to yeah. be some weird there's air in the room be for at least discomfort. a while. Yeah. I mean, if true. someone gets hired for my job, and they, you know, and all I knew about them was they were accused of sexual assault, but they, but they weren't charged or convicted, I'd still be a little weary around them. Yeah. So... I mean, it's a very tough situation.
2: It is. I mean, it, it's,
0: I mean, and I, before people come at me, because I am not comparing the two targets, but the closest thing we've kind of had with it, and you'll see what I mean in a second, the cl- kind of like most recent, like closest thing we've had to this is like the whole Vic thing. And that is why I say, I am not comparing these women to the, to the, oh. <laughs> to the yeah. animals that Vic, oh. Assault or whatever you want to call it, but you know, I'm saying like with that kind of like dark it, thing yeah. moving. I mean, Vic was in j- Vic was accused. It was in jail. Yes. Um, and you know, when the Eagles signed him, there was a lot of negativity around that. I wasn't a huge fan. Like, I I was kind of interested because I was like, well, oh, he's damn good. But at the same time, I was like, what What the hell are they doing? Now, if you you know, you ask me now, am I happy with what he did? No. Do I think he became a better person later? Yes. And as a football player, I fucking love the man because he probably was like, he was the quarterback for the most like exciting times I had I've had as an Eagles fan, disregarding the Super Bowl. Like, you know, I loved other I loved the McNabb era. I loved the Super Bowl team, but Vic. That team with like Vic, Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun McCoy was fun as hell to watch, and I quickly, you know, didn't forget. But you know, it, and it sucks because sports do this in a way. I mean, the same with rappers, like and famous people in general. You know, they kill five people, but they make a song about it. And if it bumps, then then we then we defend the person.
2: Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. So I mean, if Deshaun Watson all of a sudden shows out to one of these teams and is. I mean, the last time we saw him play, he led the league in passing yards. I mean, this isn't like oh, well, like top ten quarterbacks coming back. A potential top three quarterback is coming back. True. I Very mean, true You back? I, I mean, I think he could be right up. I mean, I guess with Brady coming back now, depending on where you rank him, I mean, top three could easily be. I think personally, Mahomes, Brady, and Watson. I mean, I think, you know on a given day, Watson is better than Rogers. I think on a given day, Watson is better than Russell Wilson. I think Watson is better than Kyler Murray. Like I think Watson is better than Matt Stafford. I mean, Watson is, I think very conservatively saying he is a top five quarterback. And I think you could argue top three, if he comes back, like he was
1: 100 <laughs> 500 top three.
2: <laughs> Whoa. That's very true, because what I was going to mention right before that is the Seahawks are another team that have been you know, mentioned in that conversation now mm-hmm. that Russell Wilson is gone. And I know I've said this before, but this is actually the last NFL thing I'm going to mention before we get to some NBA. Think about this with Russell Wilson now going to the Broncos.
0: That division.
2: Check out this division just at the starting quarterback position. You have Patrick Mahomes, you have Derek Carr, who had a great season last year. Mm-hmm. You have Justin Herbert, and you have Russell Wilson.
0: That is a, I mean,
2: playing each other twice a season.
0: i, I like, I feel bad for the like for the Raiders because it's like yeah, they're true. gonna be a, you know, they're they could still be like a good team and come in last in their division.
2: Yeah, we could be getting
0: we could be getting three teams out of that division for the playoffs. Like you could easily see, like, let's say the Chiefs win the division. You could easily see Denver and the Chargers getting
2: getting both both wild cards. I mean, I would
0: be I'd be very confident to say two of those teams make the playoffs. And depending on how Denver does, it could be three.
2: Yeah, that's true. Because you I mean, think about it, it's very hard to
0: imagine the Chargers not being in there or the Chiefs. Yeah, especially how you just said how much they're loading up on defense. Herbert will now be in his third year. I mean, and they just re be- uh the
2: Chargers. Just re-signed Mike Williams to an extension.
0: There we go. Yeah, about that, did they get another receiver? Am I am um, I thinking of something else? I they didn't not get anyone sure. else, did they? Not that I she know. Knows. Well, it's just Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, right? I think yeah. so. Yeah, as yeah. far as I know. That's uh, Imagine Metcalf went there. Oh, God. I, I'm i – me and Eagles fans all around are very hot <laughs> – are very heavily <laughs> pushing the DK Metcalf Eagles agenda. Uh-huh. I'd love to see – I'd love to see DK and Devontae run around together. And, um. I mean – I mean, crazy. if Jalen Hurts sucks with those two, then we know we can move on. And if he's <laughs> good, then you know that's that's the deciding factor right there. Right now, he has no one to fucking throw to. If you know, yeah. you bring DK in there and he still struggles, then we know. Then we know it's on to the next one. Yeah, that's when Gardner Minshew comes in.
2: <laughs> and you know, not even just DK Metcalf. What about Tyler Lockett? Oh, that's true. true. Is he stay we'll, in I'll, Seattle with that? We'll take it, him too. <laughs> or you know Chris Carson I know he's injury prone but are are they gonna keep him like mm-hmm. you know that's true I, I don't know we'll no have they to have a lot
1: of
0: interesting things
1: they are do. they just gonna destroy it you know and and, 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 and trade everyone right I, I feel like that makes sense I don't right? know
2: we'll have to see
1: why would they why would they they trade away Wilson but keep all of his weapons exactly. So much if they just wanted to change a quarterback, which makes sense. But who are they going to get? You know, like, it, it's I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think everyone's there, in my opinion. They're all going with the Jets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> and I keep keep coming to it. Uh, another one that I forgot about. Aaron Rodgers re-signing with the Green Bay Packers on a record-setting four-year, $200 million contract. He will be making an NFL record 50 five, zero, 50 million dollars a season.
1: Here's the thing with that. Right away, you think of Devontae Adams, because if Rogers took a pay cut, right, you would have enough for Rogers and Adams to still play together. But at this point, because Devontae Adams is one of the best receivers in the league and he deserves to get, he deserves to get his pay right? He's, he's incredible. I, I don't know if Rogers was taking that into consideration, right? No one knows, but you have to think, Devontae Adams isn't going to be on the Packers next year, right?
2: No, I, I think he's already come out and said, I don't know if this was like a fan-made thing or if it was an official one, but I did see something somewhere that uh, stated that Devontae Adams said himself he wasn't re-signing with the Packers.
1: Which, Again, which is... I mean, that's great, dude. You got your money, but you lost one of the best receivers, not only obviously on the team, but in the entire in, in the entire league.
2: Uh, Yeah, here it is. Uh, The Green Bay Packers placed uh, said franchise tag on Devontae Adams earlier in March with the expectation that he he would sign it and suit up for them in twenty twenty two. On the eve of NFL free agency opening, that's not in the cards. Reports indicate that Adam Adams has no intention of playing under the tag, meaning a trade could be in the cards. Wow. So it it is official now that the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, but Devontae Adams will not be playing for the Green Bay Packers in 2022.
1: So, I mean – where does it go? Watch it go to the Cowboys. The
0: Eagles. <laughs> they can they can get him but in GK. Know. It'll be fine.
2: <laughs> but that is now officially it uh for football. So Nick, if you want to take it away with the NBA, and after that, we will get into our March Madness bracket. Mm.
0: Oh, well, I think the uh, the first thing, or I guess first two things we have to talk about are the two ridiculous performances we've had in the NBA uh, the last two nights. Yeah. There was actually a special on DraftKings tonight. Um, it was like plus four hundred twenty five. It was like, will someone have a sixty point game tonight? <laughs> and I'm like, that is such a sucker bet. How many people are going to put like at least like five ten on that just for the yeah, hell yeah, of right. it? And I imagine no one has that. Actually, I don't even know if it was 60. It might have been 50. Um, I could scroll through and see if anyone's doing anything tonight. But for those that missed it, uh, two nights ago against the Spurs, I believe, Carl Anthony Towns had himself a 60 ball. Um, It was 60 exactly, correct? Yeah. Um, And 32 of that coming in the third quarter. He was only five off of Clay Thompson's record of 37 and a quarter. Um, and it was a great interview at the end of the game because they like mentioned it in a question. And then at the end, he's like, I had 32 in the third, like complete look <laughs> of shock. Didn't shot. even know. And he, he was like, damn. Was like literally he's like, damn. And I'm like, talk your shit. Yeah, I, right? I, I, am like I go back and forth on liking him and not liking him. I like how confident he – like, he's confident without being, like, insanely arrogant because, like, he has his moments, but, like, I don't I mean, he's ranked, like, so lowly. Like, when you – I mean, if you were to name, like, your top centers in the league, how long would it take – before that game, how long would it take you to get to Towns? I mean – Quite, quite a bit honestly. I think Pete, I mean, uh, I remember doing this last year. I had him at like eight or nine. Yeah. Well, let's do it right now. Like, real quick, because then we can get to the other one. I mean, Jokic and Embiid, either way, are one and two. Okay. Then who's the next one after that?
2: Uh, probably Gobert because of his defense. Gobert,
0: go there. I knew I had to be forgetting something. So Gobert is three. Now, our because yeah, we're are we, we're not counting Anthony Davis as a center, are we?
2: Nah, he no, he's a power forward. Yeah, okay. Um,
0: right. and we're not counting Giannis as a center, I imagine. No, okay. So if it's not those three, our options are Bam, Towns, um, Valanciunas, Capella, Aiton, Vucevic, Aiton. Aiton is probably the one I might go with next. Yeah. Although I don't know if I can put Aiton above Towns now. Yeah, that's true. Like, if you asked me a week ago, I might have said Aiton. Um, Same caliber. Like, they're all in that same tier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The thing is, like, you think of all those players, like, uh, you know, Capella, Valanchunas, like, Vucevic. Like, none of the – they're all great. None of them are dropping a 60 ball. No, not a chance. Not Not even Close. So, I mean, Towns needs to be a little better defensively, but I think he might be the best offensive out of all – because, like, Embiid is great on offense, but he's also very good on defense. Jokic yeah. is good on, great on offense, good on defense, and a very good playmaker. Towns mm-hmm. might have, like, a conversation about being the best offensive center. Like
2: – I, I would – I would definitely
0: say there's a good argument there. He's the best shooting center by far. Fo- oh, like absolutely. That, that's not even a question. Um so I mean I think like I said last year I remember having this debate with my friends and this was before the Vucevic trade to Chicago when his stock was probably much higher than it is now although he has stepped up when uh, when there's been the injuries in uh, Chicago and whatnot but I think with that maybe being off on one or two I'm pretty sure my list was Jokic Embiid. Um, Jokic Embiid, Gobert, uh, Bam, Vooch, Capella, Valanchunas, Towns. I think was somewhere that this was when Vooch was going nuts, and it like yeah. wasn't like ridiculous to say he was like a top five center. And now I look back at it, and I'm like. I mean, Towns has to be number four if you're putting Jokic and Bede Gobert, one, two, three. And I know, you know, we're going off of recency bias with this game he just had, but, you know, he's been voicing how how he definitely believes he's the best. He doesn't even think he's the best shooting big man right now. He is voiced that he thinks he's the best shooting big man of all time. And, I mean, the only one to really compete with is Dirk, I would think. yeah that's um, true yeah but you know so he wanted which is why i put money on him for that 3 point contest cuz mm. you you he knew he married, wanted yeah. to, he wanted to win that thing um and now i mean he's i mean even at the beginning of the season we had conversations where we said if the timberwolves had to pick between towns and edwards they would pick edwards
2: yeah
0: i mean is that still a thing cuz edwards obviously is younger but it's not like Towns is old. No, Towns is what, 26? Probably around there. 26 is probably right about like, right. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, Towns has got, I mean, at least me, like he has proven me very wrong this season so far. Um, because that team is doing a lot. I mean, I think they're like the seventh seed maybe or the sixth seed right now.
2: I think they might be hanging on to six right now, honestly. They?
0: No, I mean, they've, they've been impressive. Um. Or
2: no, maybe it is seven. I it think Denver is seven, Denver's holding to on to six.
0: They are seven. They're yeah. one and a half behind Denver, mm. but they're four and a half ahead of the Clippers, so they'll probably keep that seven spot unless they manage to pass Denver. Um, the only switch I can really see us seeing, it, you've got uh, Utah and Dallas tied right now, and that's big because whoever gets that four is getting home court advantage. Yeah. Um, oh, I would love to say, Matt, if we can get a Lakers Clippers play in game to make them because <laughs> <laughs> Lakers could beat the Pelicans or the Pelicans could beat the Lakers, but who knows if the Lakers beat the Pelicans in the, Timberwolves beat the Clippers and Clippers Lakers had to imagine. And then I'll get back to the 60 point games. Imagine we've been waiting how many years for this, you know, legendary L.A. L.A. playoff battle with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And we're not going to. And see. we missed it two years in a row in the playoffs because the Clippers didn't make it as uh, yeah. the Lakers lost in the first round. The year the Clippers did well, and then the Clippers lost in the second round when the Lakers did well. Imagine the first meeting we get is in the play-in. They're eight and nine seeds and the Clippers don't even have Paul George <laughs> and Kawhi Leonard. I mean, that is so And the Lakers probably funny. won't have Anthony Davis. <laughs> the Clippers, I would bet on the Clippers to win that game. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about on the show, the Clippers are 4-0 and against them this year. They, they are. That would be so funny if that's finally how we get a playoff matchup between them.
2: And it's a Terrence Mann and Reggie Jackson-led Since Clippers team.
0: Mm, we love that. Um but back to Towns, so, I mean, they smoked the Spurs. I think they won, like, 140-something like to, like, 110 or 150. I don't know what it was. Yeah, um, it was, well, 140, 149 to 139. Okay, so, I mean, it was a close game, which is terrifying, even yeah. though he had 149. Um, The second one, which not such a close game, Um, you know, Towns is a very, you know, Co- like vaccine positive player, you know, his, uh he, I believe he lost his, I don't know. It was some uh, family members. I know he lost to it. So Kyrie saw that and had to put on for the the COVID positive uh, <laughs> demographic out there and put up his own 60 ball, which is fucking ridiculous. Now we're not going to talk about who it was against because it was like 150, to like 110. So we're not going to talk about that. Um, the more important thing is the performance. We don't. It doesn't matter who they played. Uh, um, that doesn't matter at all.
2: <laughs> but, they played
0: the Magic. <laughs> oh, they did. They did. Um, but just like how we talked about, yeah, that was abysmal. Um, I remember. I didn't even know. I didn't know there. I was playing uh, park ball last night, and someone goes, "Holy shit, Kyrie had." Just how I said, "Cat had thirty two and a quarter." Someone goes, "Holy shit, Kyrie had forty one in the first half." Yeah. And I was like, huh? And I looked it up, and I was like, oh, good. It's against the Magic. I didn't even know they were playing. <laughs> I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Um, But, uh, and, like, I mean, Towns' was efficient, too. But Kyrie, I think, was, like, 15 for 18 in the first half, I think. And then, it, um... you know, I want to say it was 15 for 18. It was some ridiculous number, um, and I'm—I mean, again, I wasn't watching, so I'm guessing they slowed him down a little bit because they were up forty. Yeah. Uh, so he—so he has forty-one in the first half. He finishes with sixty. Um, I mean, that could—that could have, uh, if he kept that pace, uh, I, even though it was against the Magic. Nash should have kept him out there and try and break that Kobe <laughs> eighty-one because I mean he was on pace to do it. It was. Uh, Honestly,
2: I don't necessarily think he was. I think he hit that 60 somewhere in the fourth.
0: Well, right. He hit the 60 in the fourth, but he had 41 in the first first half. half. Yeah. So if they played him, they probably sat him the majority of the third. And even the fourth. If they just let him go. Right. Which I appreciate it that they didn't. But at the same time, I mean, that, you know. You almost wish it was a closer game like that, uh, like the Minnesota Spurs game, because then he's got yeah. to stay in yeah. and keep going. I mean, he did play
2: almost thirty-five minutes in the game.
0: Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm sure you know it got to the point where he's spreading it around a little bit more. Uh, yeah. Plus, you no, know, Kyrie can play like thirty-eight minutes.
2: Yeah, he could.
0: Uh, so, and you know, he probably played the majority of that first half. That's they probably just kept them in and, let, true, and yeah. let them run it. Um, I bet you of those 35 minutes, I bet like 25 of them were in the first half. That's Is that very impossible? possible. No. Is it possible? No, that's probably no. Tw- 24 minutes. Probably All 20 right. minutes I'll, I'll, in the I'll first di- half. Yeah, I'll say like 18 to 20 were in the first yeah. half. Um, very possible. But, um, so, I mean, the these two putting it on for Jersey, two New Jersey native players, Uh back-to-back 60-point nights. Um, I mean, we always talk about, like, you know, I've always said the 40 ball is much different than the 30 ball. Mm -hmm. 40 and 50 kind of, I feel like, mesh themselves together a little bit. Like, you know, I don't have much of a different reaction if someone scores, you know, 46 as they do, like 52. 46 is still ridiculous. Yeah. 60 is that next step.
2: 60, sixty is ridiculous. Yeah, sixty is just sixty, 60 something else. Um, <laughs> That's very true.
0: So, I'm gonna see if there's anyone tonight doing. I know it's a little early. Um, well, some games will be going on. Um, let's see. And, this is a high you know, scoring.
2: While you're doing that, just to mention a couple other close ones, uh, just within like the last week, as we've had like you know, a historic amount of uh, ridiculous performances Mm -hmm. out of big time players. uh, Recently we had Kevin Durant just recently dropped 53 Mm -hmm. uh, on, on the Knicks in a close game. And LeBron James, I believe two games recently scored one. I think he scored 56 and another, I think was like 52. Mm -hmm. All within like the last couple of weeks.
0: Oh, my God. Speaking of the Lakers, they're playing the Timberwolves tonight. They're losing by 20 already. There are nine minutes in the second quarter, and they're down 43-23. Why are they so horrific? Like, here, I'll go through the – real quick. LeBron is two for nine with five points. Dwight Howard is – he hasn't taken a shot. Russell Westbrook is one for four, two points. Malik Monk 0 for 1, Austin Reeves 1 for 2. The bench, Mello 2 for 6, 5 points. Whoever the hell W. Gabriel is 0 for 1, Avery Bradley 0 for 1, Wayne Ellington 1 for 1, Horton Tucker 1 for 2. The, the leading scorers with eight minutes in the second quarter are LeBron and Carmelo with 5 points, one of them <laughs> shooting 2 for 6, one shooting 2 for 9. You go to the Timberwolves. You got Anthony Edwards, twelve points. Towns nine. Beverly nine. Malik Beasley off the bench with seven. It's it's atrocious. Um, the only player right now that looks like they have the like no one really is on no one's on pace for it. The only player I could think of right now, and they're actually down three at half, so he's definitely going to have to keep going at it. Luca right now has twenty four at halftime.
2: Mm,
0: yeah. Um, and they're down three to the Nets at halftime. So he's definitely going to be one that has to keep shooting it. Um, He's four for nine from three, nine for 17. Um, I have his over tonight, which was 30 points, so that looks fucking fantastic. I would say Um, so, because luca
2: has been bringing down the house recently too. Ever since they
0: got rid of Porzingis. He's been on fire. You thought that, you know, the – what you would need to do with Porzingis is get another star to match with Luca, but it's like, you got two good role guys. Well, Dinwiddie has been a good role guy since they got him. He wasn't when they made the trade for him, but mm-hmm. he's come back alive in Dallas. And then Bertans that either goes four for four from three or over four from three. I'm not a huge fan of him, but Luca is one of these weird players where like, yeah, I think if they want to take, like, have a chance to win a finals, they need, another high caliber talent next to him. But he's one of these guys that like, he's better when he's like easily the main guy. Yeah. Like it almost gives him more, you know, you don't have to worry about giving KP uh, Porzingis some confidence and posting him up on a play or worry about, you know, shots that he's going to take. Luca now can, contr- Luca basically absorbs all of the possessions Porzingis has.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
0: And it is literally every night 34. I mean, the fact yeah. that his line is 30 points is ridiculous. And he smashed it tonight.
2: Yeah, because just look at, you know, some of his games, like going back the last month since they, you know, traded Przingis, Uh He's had 26, 30, 31, 35, 41, 25, 34, 23, 49, 21, 45 and 51 going back to February 10th. Sheesh. That is ridiculous. And the worst shooting game he had uh, since then. Um, was he had. Oh, that's a uh, three point percentage. Uh, 21 point game, he only shot 26%. He had one game where he shot 33%. But all these other ones, 50, 47, 48, 52, 57, 43, 47, four, uh, 48, 45. And the 51 point game, he shot 65.4% from the field. So not only is he scoring like 30 plus points a night, he is also doing it very efficiently.
0: No, that's it's you know, he's a he he's a shot chucker, but he makes those damn shots. And I mean, if you look at all those, I imagine he's getting at least like you no know, five to eight assists in all those games as well. Um, I mean, that's what that team, it's it's him and a bunch of good role guys around him. They don't have hard away right now. He's been out with injury, I believe, but Dinwiddie has been a great complimentary piece, another guy that can handle the ball. Brunson has gotten better every damn year they have him. um, Dwight Powell is a very good rotation, big. Dorian Finney-Smith has – I never thought he was much besides kind of like a 3 and D kind of guy, and he's really evolved into a better player, uh, deserving that extension they gave him. Um, I mean, the team's – what's interesting is – the Porzingis trade was supposed to be the thing that got them a star and it didn't. But now all those guys I just named, even though they are like crucial to this team, they're all the talents and the size contracts that you need to bring in a star. Exactly. So uh, everyone thought Porzingis was going to be the one that brought one in Well, they bring in Bertons and Dinwiddie who both make a decent amount of money and both could be, you know, parts of a trade. You have Brunson, you have Finney Smith, you have, uh, you have, um, like uh, Powell, you have Tim Hardaway, who you're not even using right now, so he might end up being a part of something. You have Maxi Kleba. I mean, you have a lot of guys on this team that you could package to try and get something. So if you're a – and then, I mean, also Luke is what, like 20 years old?
2: Too? <laughs> well, like A little older than that. I think he's like 22, 23, something is like what that. His,
0: how many years have you been in the league? Four? Something
2: like that um yeah because he just signed his extension he's 23 he's
0: 23 just turned
2: 23 like three weeks ago
0: i mean that's what that's what's always wild with these international players is they i mean dude's been in the league for four years he's only 23
2: 23 yeah because he came in and started playing when he was like 18 years old
0: Mm -hmm. it's insane um let's see what else oh one thing revolving around uh Kyrie, which was fucking hilarious. I don't know if you guys saw this. Um I'm not sh- I'm trying to remember who they were playing. Um but it was a home game in Brooklyn. I forget who they were playing. They and were the playing home the Knicks. Game, so you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Yes. And you know, the whole thing is oh, Kyrie can't you know, can't can't wear, or sorry, not can't wear can't play in the games because of the whole lot being vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So Kyrie did one of the Kyrie's making me more and more of a fan of him every day. He buys courtside tickets. His Which family is allowed court- to do his, his family has courtside tickets yeah. and they didn't go. So he went and he is allowed to sit courtside without a mask on.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And is- basically, basically gets a courtside seat and watches the game right next to the team. But can't, and play. it just points out the ridiculousness of, you know, I, I've said this whole time I respected when we were told like to wear masks, I respected the vaccine stuff, whatnot. But what I don't respect is when they're making no fucking sense. I know. Like, yeah, exactly. When I have, you know, I just recently, and we're not, you know, Obviously, not turning this into a debate about this by any means, but I maybe last week finally uh, was able to stop wearing a mask at work. I've been going to fucking bars and clubs for the last yeah. year <laughs> without a mask like on, like shoulder to shoulder with people <laughs> yeah. without wearing one. Yeah. And I'm like, why do I have to, like, why do I need to wear one when I'm in a store with four people in it? Or when I'm, you know, like when I'm at work and near nobody half the day, but I not like if I need to wear one at work, close the damn bars for all I care. Like, yeah, if that's what makes sense, then do it. But clearly it doesn't matter that I'm wearing one at work because you're letting me not wear one somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So it's. I love that he did that, to be honest, and then they ended up, he went into the locker room with them and he got and fined, The I don't know 50, if it was him or the team, got fined $50,000. Yeah, the team got fined the team got fined
2: $50,000 for allowing he's Kyrie. not allowed to
0: go into the locker room. When yeah. was this? This was like maybe a, like Saturday night, ag- I think it was. two nights ago. That was recent.
1: That is, on, that's actually so funny, but Dude, it's so
0: illogical. The, the fact that he can, and I just went to a Nets game. Like maybe a few, I went to a Nets Magic game a few, uh, I guess, a few months ago now. Um, so I guess they must have changed it because I had to wear a mask when I went. Well, because
2: <laughs> he here's what happened is uh, about a, a week ago, the, the mayor of New York go. City lifted the right. uh, the public sector.
0: Vaccine mandate, but not the, mandate, right, but that's not the
2: private sector man. So if you
0: go to a game now, you don't need to wear one. But for some reason, he fucking... He need- can't
2: play, though. But yet, this whole time, throughout all of this, visiting players were allowed right. to come into Brooklyn unvaccinated.
0: No, it's, it's and like... Play. no. In the beginning, I feel like, you know everyone was giving Kyrie shit including us um but now it's the point like i'm like happy he like stuck to his guns and like actually stood you know do i agree with his view on you know all that stuff not necessarily but if that's what you believe in and you realize the rules are stupid i'm glad you're standing up for it because now it's you know it's absolutely ridiculous The man was allowed to buy courtside seats and sit courtside without a mask on, yet they won't let him play for the damn team that is in that arena. It's so unreal.
2: I don't know. And you want to know how unreal it is? Let's see. Who else has come to the defense of Kyrie Irving? Kevin Durant, obvious a teammate. LeBron James Mm -hmm. has spoken out about how ridiculous it is. Adam Silver, the commissioner Did he say of something? the NBA, spoke out and, and stated that he thinks it's completely ridiculous and confusing oh that I didn't Kyrie see Irving that. is not That's allowed. A-
0: Adam oh, so, Silver. It, so it's not even anything on the NBA's side, along it with is, New York. It's literally purely it's New York. It's straight
2: up purely New York wow. because Adam Silver himself. Stated his confusion and utter like just that he does he's confused and doesn't understand and thinks it's ridiculous
0: that Kyrie (laughs) Irving's not allowed to play home games.
1: That is that is pure stupidity.
0: I just don't like I don't know what we you know. Obviously, you still have to be careful out there, but things are like it's not like the last time where I think people got excited too quick and then we started getting hit with more and more like variants and stuff. I think we are on the up and up now. I think, yeah. you know, uh, a lot of the population is vaccinated. So it at least keeps you know them safe. If you don't want to get it, you don't want to get it. That's up to you. Uh, Cause we've kind of found out that the vaccination really doesn't do much with the spreading of it. It's more yeah. just the severity of when of you if you get and stuff it, stuff like that, yeah. Um, and you know, obviously, it's a small pool to base it off of. But like, remember, uh, beginning of this season and last season, how often we are losing NBA players to COVID. Yeah. When when's the last time you heard an NBA player was out due to COVID? Like you uh, get it, like it's, a, it's getting one further. In- You get one sprinkled here and there. And again, I know it's a much smaller sample size, but it's like the fact that we're not getting that in the NBA and we're, you know, I feel like that's a good sign. And, you know, you just, you hope that this doesn't, like, now that Harden's gone, I honestly don't like to hate the Nets anymore. (laughs) Like, it's not really, you know, they're a good team, but they're not a super team. Like, it's not, you know... You still have, like, they're still very good because you have Harden and Kyrie, but they're the two stars. And you have, and you're, and you have half of Kyrie. Wait, who did I say? You said Harden. My bad. They have Durant and half of Kyrie. And now you actually have, so you know, by bringing in Seth Curry, by bringing in Andre Drummond, you kind of got back to what you had before with, like, you know, Jared Allen and Chris LeVert. Like, yeah. you've now got some depth around these two guys. And obviously, you know, uh, they can probably – well, actually, they picked up Drogic, too. I honestly yes. like the – and then you haven't even seen Simmons play yet. Exactly. So I like the look of this team, and I don't think I would be as upset if they won like this. Um, <sighs> could and then, then just, not, not to know,
2: mention – not to mention the fact that Bruce Brown – has vastly improved his three-point shooting. Mm-hmm. And he is becoming much more than just, like, a defensive specialist. Oh, I noticed is. in
0: 2K today, I was running people with Bruce Brown. He was, <laughs> he was draining these corner threes. It was fantastic.
1: Dude, James Harden made that team so unlikable.
0: It, he really did. And now it's like he's gone, and I really don't like – because, like, you know, Durant, I'm eh on. I still, you know – my, the whole OKC Golden State thing still threw me off with him. Yeah. Uh, but I, it's been a long time now. He's not with Golden State anymore. Um, so, like, he's fine. I don't mind him. Kyrie, again, fine. I don't mind him. Um, but a lot of the guys, like, around the team, like, I'd love to see Aldridge get a championship. I'd love to see, like, Drummond getting a championship would be cool. Seth
1: her Hmm?
0: Blake Griffin getting a championship would be cool. Um, I love Seth Curry. So, I mean, obviously he still has plenty of time in this league, but uh, seeing him – literally every time he gets traded somewhere, the team that got rid of him probably wishes that – like, it happened with – like, Dallas got rid of him to Philly, and immediately – like, Seth Curry would be perfect on Dallas right now.
2: Oh, yeah, he'd be great. Like, I don't
0: know how he's moved around. He is so damn good. Like yeah. I think he, I know, I know, I've talked about him before. I think being related to Steph, like, really does hurt him because, I think so. he's, because a he's a damn good real, player. He is he's a, a very a, good player. He's like a starting caliber player, in my opinion. Yeah. and he really is. Um, and then the best thing ever, especially if it happened this year, if Ben Simmons wins a damn championship, uh-huh. that before <laughs> James Harden and and Joel and Embiid, Joel Embiid oh. and all of those Sixers players oh. that would be so fucking good.
2: Oh my god.
1: Dude, you know what it is though? I'll tell you what, from the games that I've seen with Harden and Embiid, dude, they look sick.
0: They but look they, sick, but they also shoot fucking 30 free throws each per like yeah, the other, the, That was the really other night. Let me – because I know I only noticed – let me see if I could find the exact I'm telling day. you,
2: I've been saying this all along. Wait for the 76ers to lose in the playoffs this year.
0: Oh, and they're getting so much shit.
2: And wait and see what happens with James Harden over the summer.
0: All right. Here. So, this was on – what day is this? Um, I don't want to back out and lose it. This was like a week ago. The Magic played the Sixers. So this is why I noticed this game. The final score was 116 to 114 in overtime. Oh wow! This was the Sixers against the Magic. <laughs> and if you look at the, ma- I mean, the Magic box score really doesn't matter much. I guess you could say Wendell Carter at 23 and 12 against Embiid. Uh, really, the Magic side doesn't really matter. The Sixers. Tobias Harris had a good game. He had 26 points and was 10 for 18, uh, 3 for 5 from 3. Maxey had 10, Thibodeau had 0. Let's go to our two friends, Joel Embiid and James Harden. James Harden had 26 points, and Joel Embiid had 35. Sounds good, right? Sounds like it. James Harden, his 26 points was on 5 for 19 shooting. Oh, my God. And Joel Embiid's 35 was on nine for 28 shooting, which insinuates there were a lot of free throws in this game. Yeah. I don't, let me see if I could get the all stats. Do they have free? Yeah. So James Harden was five for 19, shot 15 free throws, made 13 of them. Joel Embiid, nine for 28, shot 17 free throws, made 15 of them. So, between the two of them, they shot. What is that? 30, Thirty-two field uh, free throws, and in made, this
2: game, and made what twenty? And they made of twenty-eight them? of
0: them. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, you look on the on the surface, it's like, damn, Embiid had thirty-five, Harden had twenty-six. Both of them shot horrifically. Yeah. Both nine of them half tw- those
2: points came
0: from the free throw for line. Twenty-eight. <laughs> Yeah. Like that must I'm thank god I didn't watch that. That must have been the longest, most boring fucking game. The fact that you had to watch them shoot 32 free throws and it went into overtime. Oh jeez. That must have been like a three hour game. Yeah, it must have been. I'll see. Let me see if any of the rest of them I mean and one one uh, that
2: stood out to me recently, uh last Thursday, the Nets played the Sixers for the first time. Since that trade, the Nets won that game one twenty nine to one hundred. Our two friends, Joel Embiid, twenty seven points on five for seventeen, made fifteen of nineteen free throws. James Harden only eleven points on three of seventeen shooting. That is wonderful. Oh, and free throws, two for
0: two. Yeah, he doesn't (laughs) score if he doesn't get free throws. It was wonderful.
1: How far do you guys think Philadelphia will go?
0: Uh, They'll lose in the second round. (laughs) Oh. I I mean, if we – well, let's look at what the matchups would be right now. Um, So, it would be – because where are they right now? They are in third – so they play the – if it ended right now, they'd play the Cavs. They beat the Cavs. They're, I mean, Cavs are a great story this year. They're I would say Sixers probably beat them max 4-1, maybe 4-0. But then that means they play – who's the three – how does it work again? Does the um, three-seed play the winner of – I uh, don't
2: know if it goes like that. I think it's just a straight-up bracket. So, I
0: think if they were trying to think what's the next like tree over,
2: uh, they would probably go on to play the winner of the Bucks, And assuming if the Nets won, they're playing get into game the
0: seven against Damn, Bucks, the Raptors. Nets first round is wild, and but I think I both those, all right, let's say it's either of those teams, they both beat the Sixers. I think so. The only one I could see is if they, if it, I don't, again, I don't know how it works out if three would play like the winner of four and five or something. I don't, I don't think so. Out. I don't think. Well, that's cause uh, Miami, let's say it ends the way it is and we'll flop my Raptors and net or Let me keep it the way it is just so I, to not get confused trying to do this. um One, let's say one beats eight. Two beats seven. Let's say all the favorites win. One, two, three, and four. That means one plays four and two plays three, right?
2: I think I think I don't think work. it really matters who wins, though.
0: But I'm saying, like, if you know, all right, if the seven seed beat the two seed, then three plays seven. I think so. I think that's yeah, yeah, how it yeah. works. That's it. I what think I mean. it's just based so, off the but and, like, like that's if how if the order went... went, like the two seven. Is the matchup that plays the three six yeah. and the four five is the matchup that Match plays, the, that one plays the one
2: eight? I think, yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure that's so, how they do
0: it. So, realistically, the Sixers in the second round will be playing, like you said, if the Nets can win the play in and get most that seven likely seed, either the, bu- yeah, they would be playing the Bucks or the Nets in the second round. They do not be either of those teams. I, I don't think so. <laughs> they do not be either of those teams. I would think we get. Um, you know, on the one, the other side will be interesting because I think Miami, unless Miami, you know, or unless Toronto somehow beats the Nets, and then you have a Miami, Brooklyn first round, which that's also a great first round. Um, I mean, if you get a Miami, and either Chicago or Boston second round, that's awesome, and a a Sixers Bucks or Sixers Nets. I mean, damn. That's some good basketball in the East. So we could all
1: agree the Sixers won't get out of the second round then. Yeah. Uh, I
2: don't yeah. think so. Whether it's Bucks or Nets, I don't think they get out of the second round. Because the biggest thing, if the Nets make it to that point and they play the Sixers, the biggest thing the Nets, I think, have an advantage of that, James Harden played for them for a year. Everybody on the Nets knows
0: his bullshit. That, that was part of it. Kyrie locked his ass up like no yeah, one praises yeah. Kyrie for defense on the regular, but Kyrie locked him in that yeah. game.
2: Well, I think I remember talking about this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, a report came out uh, from somebody. I don't know if it was just like a fan thing that like somebody, you know, came out with or whatever it was. Apparently, there was a rumor going around that one of the reasons James Harden was so frustrated being on the Nets and like, why he, you know, was so disliked in the locker room and why he had problems in the locker room. Apparently, he, from like I said, from this rumor, he played one on one in practice with Kyrie Irving every day. And Kyrie Irving beat him every single day in practice.
0: Really? Yeah. Right. That, that was, I'm that was a big rumor that was just going to make around. Sure. Yeah. Ryan, I'm going to uh, sadly let you know. Uh, you have been sacked there is a uh, twitter account true? called oh it's the greatest twitter account the reason okay. i said it, it's ballsack sports was your source
2: was it i, I know <laughs> i saw it somewhere i know it, somebody well, said there was supposedly well, a rumor that i that wouldn't happened, blame but.
0: i wouldn't blame you for believing it because he it's a twitter account called ballsack sports it's fucking hilarious <laughs> and they just tweet out like all of these like trying to like catch people kendrick perkins went on first whatever the hell he's on and told that story, the one-on-one story. Oh, um, like, did he?
2: That's probably how I heard of it. Like,
0: he gets people all of the time. I'm trying <laughs> to find another one. Um, uh, I'll, I'll scroll and see if I can find another one. But, like, they'll, like, you know, make a graphic, like, tweet some ridiculous shit. Like, they tweeted... Um, another one that got someone, they tweeted that Tom Brady saw LeBron's two 50 point games and saw Ronaldo have a good game or something. And he was like, that inspired me. I'm coming back. And they (laughs) talked about it on sports (laughs) center. Like, and it's literally like, he'll like post the thing. And then if there anyone, any like actual people ever talk about it. It, it it's called getting sacked because of ball sack sports. Okay. It is the greatest thing. Um, because they'll literally get people. I mean, again, and you know, for someone, you know, for a smaller outlet like us, like if you see it come from fucking Kendrick Perkins and you don't know what ball sack sports is, yeah, you're gonna I... get caught. The fact that <laughs> they get First off, why are you because they'll literally quote it. They'll be like, so-and-so from Ballsack Sports. And I'm like, you did not just say that on air.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: so funny.
2: Oh, that's great.
0: Um oh God. Uh yeah, he said Tom what the post was Tom Brady says King James convinced him to unretire. And the quote is. He texted me, "Hey, we're the best ever at what we do. We're competing with each other at this point." When he dropped fifty four or whatever the other day, I texted him, "All right, I'm coming back." And people <laughs> talked about that on mainstream media outlets. It's so funny.
2: Oh, that's um, not good. Oh boy,
0: Luka scoring? Is that no?
2: Kevin Durant's down.
0: Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. Can I can I redact my my statement on them getting the seventh seed?
2: Uh, he, he looks like he's all right, I
0: think. Okay, good.
2: Let's see. Ooh, rolled his ankle a little bit. Oh. All right, looks like he's okay.
0: Right, He's staying well, in the
2: game, so that's a good sign.
0: Oh, that's good then. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's probably – oh, one other lighthearted little thing the other night I wanted to mention, which I don't know if either of you thought it was kind of funny. Um, it was the Thunder-Grizzlies game. And uh, Thunder were home, Grizzlies were away. Oh, I, I saw and this. And game's about to tip off. They take their warm-ups, warm-ups off. And all of a sudden, everyone realizes. Wait, we're all wearing our white jerseys. <laughs> I, saw oh, I saw
1: that. Seeing <laughs> the
0: reactions of the players was so funny. They all take their warm ups off, walk onto the court, and they all literally just start looking at each other and start smiling. It was the gr- it was a nice little <laughs> lighthearted moment of the end in the NBA. It was so funny. Yeah, I
2: saw that. Uh, I think on Instagram or something. It said uh, that the thunder grizzlies game got delayed because all the both teams were wearing white jerseys
0: oh god which you know to look into it a little bit very odd that the grizzlies are on a uh on a uh road trip and they even bring their home jerseys with them yeah really because i know sometimes they'll be like no the because the home team decides what they're wearing so some of these home teams like they'll wear their city jersey and then it's like all right maybe their city you know okc's city jersey is probably i think is like orange so if they wear the orange then memphis even though they're away wears white so maybe that's why they bring it but it makes it too damn confused because it does make sense because like why are you wearing your city jersey that's like specific to where you're from and you wear it away like it makes sense to wear those home but they're usually a colored Jersey. So I guess that's why maybe they carry the, the home ones just in case. It's very funny seeing the warmups come off and they're all just like, go. Uh, how are we supposed to know who's on our team again? Oh, it's like, it's like in 2k when you accidentally change the Jersey and it's 10 white jerseys out there. It's the worst thing. Um, but that's pretty much all I got for, uh, NBA, uh, the two sixty balls were huge. LeBron's few games, Lakers struggles, and uh, mm-hmm. Kyrie uh, putting it to the man. Yep, and give us enough time to uh, to fill out our Water Boys bracket.
2: Yes, uh, not fully official Water Boys bracket because I I'm just on my own uh, personal ESPN mm-hmm. login, but we will do it here. I can get to it. There we go. All right. Beautiful. So let's just start straight from the top here. We'll start with the first game, Gonzaga versus Georgia State, which, by the way, for anybody who's interested, I was informed today and I did place a bet on DraftKings. They have a super mm. boost promo for the Gonzaga game. The line for Gonzaga to win is originally 10000 uh, draftkings had has boosted it to plus 100 mm-hmm. uh, on Gonzaga to win with a max bet of fifty dollars so I'm gonna go ahead and guess that we're all thinking gonzaga the number one overall seed in this tournament is going to win that game a hundred percent correct okay
0: and Next yeah, that, uh it, if Georgia State somehow wins that game, DraftKings is going to make so it's much explode. fucking money. Yeah,
2: they're they've they've got
0: to give us a free bet or something at that yeah. point because that's horrendous.
2: All right, on to the next one, an 8-9 matchup of Boise State
0: and Memphis. I personally I like Memphis in this.
1: Hey, you back.
0: Memphis, all right. Memphis has a lot of older players. Um, hot
1: too. They
0: uh they struggled. They would be a higher seed in this. They struggled a lot in the beginning of the year when um Amani Bates was still playing with them. Then, and while Amani was playing, um two of their uh older players, a guy named DeAndre Williams and a guy named Alex Lomax, who are two of their better players. Williams might be their best player along with their freshman uh, Jalen Duran. Um, they were out due to injury as soon as Amani left, they both were back the next game. Oh. And there were so many talks about like seniors being jealous of the younger guys in the beginning of this, like Penny Hardaway has been all over the fucking place this season. So I think now that they've got their like senior guys back, you don't work. I mean, Amani is going to be a, you know, the first overall pick and then be a draft in two years. He's seventeen years old. It is like he skipped. He skipped his final year of high school. Oh geez, because like he's in college this year, he's not eligible for the draft next year because he's not old enough. Oh wow! Wow. So he's got to play another year of either like either at Memphis, he'll transfer, or he'll go to like the G League or something.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. So I think now that they've got that like solidified group of older guys, and then a top five to ten pick in Jalen Duran, this uh. With them the rest of the season. I think Memphis has definitely got this one. All right.
2: Memphis, it is. Next game up, we have the fifth seed, UConn against number 12, New Mexico State.
0: This one, uh, this one I didn't overthink too much. Uh, I went with UConn in this. UConn. Um, I'm not super high on them, but I'm also not high at all on New Mexico State. Um, yeah, I mean, From just this little stuff here, it looks,
2: you know, relatively even. But I feel like you have to go, you know, UConn's probably.
0: Yeah, if you scroll down, you can get some of the notable, yeah, notable games. I mean, you look at what Davidson has compared to UConn. Again, UConn, nothing fantastic, and most of them they lost to. But UConn has a win against Auburn. That's huge, in my opinion. Um, And like I said, New Mexico State doesn't stand that much to me.
2: All right, next up, we have number four, Arkansas, number 13, Vermont.
0: I'm going to confirm, but I, yeah, I do have Vermont in this.
2: Really? Wow.
0: Dude, I went with a little uh, a little shocker in this one. Um, Although,
2: I mean, just from looking at this real quick, you know, opponents' points per game, Vermont at 60, Arkansas 68 and a half.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even though they right are there, playing, you know, they're playing worse teams. But, I mean, even look at the ranking. You, you would think yeah. it would be much different for I a 4-seed and a 13-seed. Because I mean, we just looked at uh, the the Yukon new Mexico State one. Yeah, that was, was like, like a like... difference of like 70 or 80. This yeah. is a difference of 18. 18. Uh, all um, right. And I believe – I mean, the the tournament is huge to have older guys. And Vermont is led by two senior guards or a senior okay. forward – Senior forward Ryan Davis and senior guard Ben she- uh, Shungu. Um, their offense ranks very highly. Have a very effective field goal percentage and like compared with their turnover percentage. So teams that don't turn the ball over and teams that have veteran leaders
2: mm-hmm. do and very they do well. Pretty well,
0: tournament. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then I'm gonna say again. Now, depending on who wins this. If Notre Dame wins, I'm switching my bracket up and having Alabama win this. I have Rutgers winning this if it's Rutgers. Really? Dude, go Are You. Go Are You. Um, I believe they're playing right now so I can pull Yeah, up they see probably the, are playing right now. What the score is. Um, they have to be I went to a few Rutgers games this year. Um, I've watched them. I watched them beat Purdue on a buzzer beater. And I watched them beat. I want to say it was either Ohio State or might have been Ohio State on a buzzer beater. They've got clutch genes in them. Between Ron Harper Jr. and Geo Baker, they hit some big shots. Now, you know, they have their their uh, difficulties in places, but they have um, older again older players. They were there last year and made it a round or two in last year. So mm-hmm. they have guys returning. Um, a uh, center, the center that was on their team last year, transferred to UCLA and the sophomore center that was the backup last year stepped up and he's been incredible this year. You've got the leading assist man in the, in the big 10 and you have the leading steel uh, steel leader or whatever in the big 10 in uh, a guy named McConnell. Um, Okay. He is the one that leads an assist. I mean, they have, you know, they're a well-rounded team. They have shooting, they have defense. If they can, you know, keep their shit together, I think uh, and we'll see as we fill this out a little bit longer. I, I'll spoil it right now. I have them going farther than the next round.
2: All right, so I'll, I'll put them in right now. Uh that game should just be starting like right around now. So we're not yeah, really going to find yeah. out 9:36 um,
0: is the start time. <laughs> yeah. Very odd.
2: So I'll, I'll punch Rutgers in right now. Uh, we'll see what happens with them if we have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could always cha- – I'm sure – Because I'm not very high around.
0: on Notre Dame. So, I mean, if they beat them, i probably switch that to Alabama.
2: Yeah, so if we have to switch it around at some point, like tomorrow morning or so, uh, I can always do that. Next matchup, we have Texas Tech versus Montana State.
0: Uh, this one I have Texas Tech.
2: Yeah, just from looking at those numbers, I would probably say Texas Tech has a very good chance at that.
0: You
1: know, I have a uh, question. Like, yes. So, in each um region, right? How yes. many upsets do you think there is each year, like on average,
0: in each region? So there's there's usually regions. at least a hand. I mean. In I know each region. I would say two
2: or three on average At, at least or region.
0: Yeah. Um, and you get like, for example, an 11 seed the last, like how many years I think it's has made at least the sweet 16. So you got to pick the right one, but yeah, every year there's an 11 seed that does well. Um, okay. I think it's same with 12 seed. Usually there's one that does pretty well. Um, So I don't know if Rutgers is the only 11. I might have one other winning a game potentially. Um, I know at least for these next two, again, so we don't waste too much time. I didn't think too hard on either of these. I think Michigan State and Duke are the two easy choices for the next two.
2: Yeah, I I would probably, I would agree on Duke. Duke is a very good team.
0: Uh, Michigan State. Davidson doesn't yeah. have Steph Curry anymore. I'm yeah, not. Very su- I'm not super high on Michigan State, um, but I I don't think they'll fall to Davidson. Now,
2: all right. So back to the top here with Arizona versus.
0: It's gonna be. I don't know. Uh, who, is it Wright State?
2: Yeah, Wright
0: State. versus somebody. Tonight. Oh, they it's won. It's Wright okay. State versus Bryant. Wright State won. Okay, so it'll be right state. Uh, that doesn't change my opinion. No, I way. would still
2: say Arizona takes that one, yep. number one seed there. Uh, next matchup we have is Seton Hall TCU, an 8
0: 9 matchup. Um, this one I have TCU, He's,
1: I also have TCU. Quebec, yeah. we're
0: thinking pretty similar so far. Wait, we might have the same bracket, Joe. All
2: right, next up we have. Houston versus
0: UAB. This was a twelve but. I was thinking of potentially, but, but I had to go with Houston. Yeah, Houston See? is
2: way up there. UAB not so much. Dude, I don't know what BPI what stands for, game. but I
0: imagine being number two in it has to be pretty damn. Yeah, good.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah I would think And they play so, very
0: so. good defense if you, like you know, they play good yeah. teams. I mean and Houston they hold teams yeah, under six under sixty points, yeah. Now UAB is an eighty-one per game scorer, so I mean they got yeah, shooters but, on that team, but, yeah, but I think who, Houston is just gonna out athlete them, and uh, um, and uh, it's not a not a twelve I'm really relying on. Yeah.
2: Uh, next up, we have Illinois versus Chattanooga.
0: Joe, I don't know if we're gonna agree on this one.
1: You got Chattanooga.
0: I do have Chattanooga. (laughs) Guess what? Guess what? No, you don't.
1: I have Chattanooga too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't.
1: (laughs) So, real quick, the reason why I chose them, I watched this show called Big Brother. It's a reality show. The point is, a couple years ago, there was a contestant who went to Chattanooga College, and when he was on the show, he would have the Chattanooga hoodie on like every day right when he was in the diary room, when he was in co- playing in competitions. So I was like, dude, I know that school. So I, I, uh,
0: was, I, my... I, I was hoping for some sort of insight or something. <laughs> yeah. oh. um, I'm just going based off. I was big on Illinois last year. Um, they have uh, Kofi Coburn or Kofi Cockburn, however the hell you want to pronounce his name. Oh, yeah. um, but no. He's, you know, he's a menace by, by all means. He's huge. I watched Rutgers dominate Illinois in person. They're not anything special. And he's, a, you know, he's a menace because of how big he is. But Rutgers center bitched him. Like there was a possession where he uh, got a pin block on him, took it down all the way. And then if it wasn't for a foul, would have dunked on him within the same sequence so besides you know obviously i'm taking a chance because obviously it's a very big you know 14 13 difference but if i'm gonna take a chance on one of these 13 seeds it's gonna be this one plus i know i always look at it like in the next matchup even if i took illinois would i have illinois winning the next one and i wouldn't i would have houston beating Illinois. So I have no problem taking the chance on Chattanooga because I think Illinois loses in the next round anyways. All
2: right. So next match, we have Colorado State versus
0: Michigan. I'm not going to say it first. Joe, who do you have?
1: Six and 11. I had Colorado State.
0: So did I. Yeah. I'm not very high on Michigan. All right.
2: Uh, next, we have Tennessee versus
0: Longwood. Oh, I was so close to picking. I had Longwood selected for the longest time.
2: Yeah, but I, I had, thought about it.
0: I I couldn't. I couldn't sleep well at night if I if didn't I, take Tennessee I, and then they lost. Yeah, I, I would go Tennessee on that one.
1: I would get thoroughly judged if I picked Longwood over Tennessee.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, for a multitude. I, of- I really wanted to, but I I, I couldn't.
2: <laughs> All right. Um, next matchup is a 7-10 between Ohio State and Loyola, Chicago.
0: Sister Jean, baby. Loyola. Hubak on three.
1: Three. Oh. Two, one. Loyola.
0: Loyola. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Ohio State Solomon person. Nothing special in my opinion. Loyola, Chicago always manages to do something in this tournament. And again, going off of the same uh, the same uh, reasoning I had with the Chattanooga pick. I have Villanova winning against Delaware, obviously, and then I have Villanova winning this next round. So, again, I feel I don't feel bad picking Loyola if they lose because then I have Villanova beating either of them in the next round. So I I, I got to give it to Sister Jean.
2: Yeah, so Villanova against Delaware, I was pretty much thinking Villanova. Yep. Uh, in that one. So down to the bottom, uh, first up we have Baylor versus Norfolk State. A 116
0: no matchup. No. As, as fun as it would be to pick a 16 sometime today, I'm going to give a spoiler. I don't. No. Nope. So, I it, it is going to be Baylor. All right.
2: And I know I don't have much to say here, but this next matchup, I do have something Uh, UNC Marquette. I'm going to put, give my input here because uh, this past Friday Mm -hmm. I did catch some of uh, the, one of the uh, tournament games. It was North uh, UNC versus uh, someone. I forget. Uh, It might've been Virginia tech or somebody. But I watched North Carolina. I was not very impressed by their shooting. Uh, their offense looked very stagnant. Guys weren't moving around very much. If I was going to pick one, I'm going to take. I would take Marquette in this one. I was. I know mm-hmm. North Carolina supposedly has a pretty good defense, but I was not at all impressed by their shooting and their offense.
0: Yeah. Joe, who do you have in this?
1: I had Marquette.
0: Okay. Because I have North Carolina, but it is because I'm a North Carolina fan. So I had to give them one win. And again, I have Baylor winning the next one anyway. So I can totally get behind the Marquette pick. I don't think it's – if I'm not a North Carolina fan, I'm probably picking Marquette. So I've got no no issue with that.
2: All right, so next we have St. Mary's versus Indiana.
0: I believe I have St. Mary's for this.
2: Uh, yeah, I would. Let's see. Uh, that's actually a pretty close matchup. No, it it will be
0: a good game. Indiana definitely can win this game. Uh, yeah. Oh no, I'm wrong. I have Indiana.
1: I was yeah, that is
0: Indiana too. <laughs> if you're gonna take an upset, that's one to take right there. There, oh, there's yeah. the there's my twelve. That I was looking for. Yeah,
2: they it says they bring an elite defense, ranked atop the Big Ten defensive efficiency. Yeah, just looking at from some of these numbers, if I was taking a blind guess, I I wouldn't be upset to pick an Indiana in that one.
0: And they've got great warm up pants. Ever watch them play <laughs> the the? They've got the red and white Hoosier like striped pants on the warm up side. It's they're phenomenal. They're the best warm up pants in in college basketball.
2: Nice. Oh. And then the next one, this is the one team I, I'm going to be watching in this tournament is UCLA because I saw some of them last year, and I feel like I'm going to be kind of high on UCLA here because because mm-hmm. I said a lot from last year, just from what I saw, if they keep this team together a little bit, which they did, uh, Tiger Campbell, the guard is back. Johnny Juzang played mm-hmm. better this year. Hawkes uh, stepped his game up this year from what I saw. So I'm, I'm taking UCLA in that first. I have
0: UCLA as you'll see later. I have them going very far. So I, I'm I'm hundred percent on board with this pick.
2: That that's the one team I'm, I'm pretty high on right, right now because they Mm -hmm. played very well in tournament last year. And and they really didn't lose anyone. Yeah. And it looks like their core guys have only gotten better
0: this year. No, I I'm very high on that pick. Uh,
2: Number six, Texas versus uh, number 11, Virginia Tech.
0: Uh, this, I personally have Texas. Um, Virginia Ooh, Tech yeah, is in like there because the... they, you know, they upset some teams and won that tournament, won, I believe, the ACC tournament. Um, Virginia Tech's hockey. What you highlighted right there is exactly why, and you'll see, you know, What's I have that? Texas going farther than the next round, too. Two two seniors uh, yeah. again, led by se- if you're led by two seniors, a guard and a forward who, mm-hmm. and then again it mentioned they don't turn the ball over, so yeah. that always goes like- hand in hand and beautiful under sixty and they yeah. score almost seventy, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas that. is a team that I got pretty far. All
2: right, next we have Purdue versus Yale.
0: Purdue wipes
2: Yale. Yeah, I, I would think so. I watched Purdue, Yale Purdue because, uh, every year seems to do really well
0: in the tournament um, too. Yale, uh, I watched the other day because all of, all of my teams that I was hoping were going to do well did not. Rutgers got the got a double bye for their tournament and then lost their first game. <laughs> yeah. um, Monmouth made it to the final and then embarrassingly lost to Saint Peter's. They should have easily won – not easily, but they could have won that game and threw it away at the end. And then Princeton almost made a huge – Princeton's just around where I'm from, so i like to follow them too. And they were so close to beating Yale and had a ridiculous comeback with it. They were down like nine with like 40 seconds left, and it came down to a three at the buzzer. Oh, wow. Um, Like fouling, missing – like. Other Yale missed free throws and then Princeton banged threes and, and were so close. Um, actually, they didn't even get a shot off at the buzzer, which was what the disappointing mm. thing was. But um, again, not that you needed much analysis for this, but Yale will be wiped by Purdue. Yeah.
2: All right, next matchup: Murray State and
0: San Francisco. Um, I have Murray State in this. Yeah. Dude, I I like Fran. it might be a close one. But. You have San Fran. I do, I do. Our, our, our first real debate, because the North Carolina one wasn't even, you know, I, I agree <laughs> with you guys on that. Joe, speak your piece on San Francisco.
1: The thing is, dude, I look for teams in the tournament that shoot the three-ball well. hmm And... Yeah, see the... Uh, and they obviously shoot the three well they I I don't know too much about them but they just look like a team that will upset if that makes sense how you you, how you can like visualize it when you're putting your bracket together you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm.
0: no I mean one of the main reasons one of the main reasons I went with Murray because I I definitely thought about this one for a bit I went with Murray because they're hot right now they are on a 20 game win streak Mm. dude so I, I, I like the sound of that. Um, and they have guys on this team. St- think about how long John Morant has been in the league. They have two guys on this team still who played with Morant. Oh, wow. Really? Yes. Because I was only like three. So guys that were like freshmen with Morant are on this team as juniors and seniors. So Dude, I might change my
1: pick. You're kind of <laughs> I, I can't even lie to you. I,
0: I, don't listen to me because San Francisco could win. <laughs> I but. I
2: think we're gonna we're gonna
0: go with Murray State for that one though. All right. I think. Um, and uh, then Kentucky versus St. Peter's. Like I just mentioned. St. Peter's. Not not that you need much convincing, but I watched Monmouth play them. They are a mess of a team. Kentucky. If I could take a combined point total for Purdue and Kentucky over Saint Peter's and Yale, I would want I would take plus 60.
1: Oh.
0: oh.
1: Dude, St. Peter's.
0: <laughs> the, Joe, did you watch or did either of you, you watch the, the Monmouth championship game?
1: I no, I the highlights.
0: Oh, it was they, they got. Yeah, it was bad. Did you know Poppas is still on the team? I did. I did not. Re- so, was he a Joe? Was he a freshman when we were freshmen? No. He? I think. Like, how is he still there? I know. Okay. It doesn't. I feel like he's been there forever. Well, because he gets the extra year because of COVID. Yeah. But because, you know, he was the. In, um, what's it called? In the Mac, not the Mac, yes, the Mac. The what the, is that what their division's called, the Mac. Uh, I thought they, I, I think they, didn't they, they left move? The yeah, Are you, I swear, there I was thought there. they did. I could be wrong, Monmouth. They moved for football, right?
1: Maybe that's what it was. May, Maybe yeah, it I was. remember
0: somebody did.
1: But anyway, I'm you pretty sure fan. it's
0: still the MAC. Let me see, Metro, Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference. Yeah, the MAC. Okay. Okay. Um, anyways, they played Saint Peter's and or or sorry, Poppas was the third leading scorer in the MAC this year.
1: I saw that somewhere,
0: and he was horrendous in the championship game and the other game I watched. I'm like, how? Like, if I had to. Like my dad told me that. I was like, if you told me Monmouth had the third leading scorer in the Mac, I would have guessed about three people before I guessed him. Granted, I love him, him. I love him for that dunk and seal and dunk he had against Kentucky when they were losing by 50. But like besides <laughs> that, like he's nothing nothing great.
1: I was gonna say I love his grit. I love his mm-hmm. his style of play, but when it comes yeah. down
0: to it, you're absolutely right. I mean, again, I'm not hating on him.
1: Like I, no. He's...
0: The issue is, he was good when he was like the fourth option, and he was a spot up shooter. Yeah, but he's trying is to not... watch him dribble the ball and create was not pleasant.
1: I could not agree more because he's not a number one. No, he's not at all. Um, all right, all right. Moving
2: on to Kansas and Texas Southern.
0: Mm, another tough one.
2: I would oh, say God. Kansas.
1: This one's tough, guys.
2: Kansas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> righty. So, no one.
2: 16 seeds ups- upsetting number ones this year. Uh, next watch, uh, we have, watch it happen. Yeah, right. Next, we have San Diego State and Creighton.
0: Um, I have the, I believe that the Blue Jays, based off the logo. I'm going to go, oh. I have Creighton, whatever Creighton. the hell they are.
2: <laughs> That's what I was thinking, honestly. Just, you know, like blind reaction, really. Um, uh, although San Diego State good They do have the good, really they have a good. good
0: defense, um, ranked higher, but. Yeah, Creighton brings
2: one of the best uh, glass cleaning and rim protecting squads into the tournament. So I, I would me, go. Uh, for let that. me see
0: the, the notable wins
2: um, St. Mary's, Colorado I'm, State, Boise
0: State lost three times. I mean, where you look Michigan. at Creighton, beat Villanova once, they beat UConn twice, uh, Marquette three times. I mean, there are also some bad losses in there, but I'm not really impressed by any of the San Diego State wins. Yeah. Um, so I went solely off that. Again, not a huge decision, because Kansas will beat either of them in the next yeah. round. Um, I, I, I like Creighton. Creighton's usually a team that does pretty well in this. Which is another team coming up that I love picking. So we'll get to that.
2: So we have Iowa versus Richmond. Iowa, I am very high on. Richmond looks like the
0: spiders. I believe so. It's a very, it is a very cool. All right, so we're uh, going with Iowa. But for the record, I have Richmond. Do you have Richmond?
1: I do. I'm a big spider guy. No, but in all Um, seriousness, they do well in the tournament too, Richmond.
0: No, they do. And I'm, no, if they weren't playing against Iowa, I probably would be picking them. Um, The Iowa is just, you know, I'm trying to, they, one of the things they have listed, they rank top five nationally um, in adjusted offensive efficiency, which I think that also is that, like, you know, field goal percentage and turnover based um so you want efficient teams that also it says have shooters uh they have a guy that averages 23 and a half points per game um i very high on uh on iowa all right
2: so next up we have providence versus south dakota
0: state This, this is my favorite team give me the jackrabbits oh okay i love me the jackrabbits we'll, we'll go with it we'll go with it, dude. a lot
1: of people a lot of people that i talked to had providence getting upset the
0: the thing that scares me is the jackrabbits have not like i picked them like the last two march madnesses because i think it's one of the greatest mascots like out <laughs> like jackrabbits is just really fun now it's like you know now I feel like you need to pick them as an upset, and I'm scared to do it because I think a lot of money is going to be on them. Um, that is but why also, I went
1: with Providence.
0: Like, I'm also not high on Providence being a four seed. Like, I, you know, haven't heard much about them at all, and I didn't realize they would be ranked that high. But, you know, you got to throw – I always was too conservative with the upsets and was pretty much picking, like, you know, the only kind of upsets I would have would be, like, the nine over the yeah. 10 or the 10 or nine over the, the, the nine eight. over the eight or the 10 over the seven. Like yeah. you got to get a bit more creative because when it starts happening, I mean, it, it's madness for a reason. So give me the fucking jackrabbits. All
2: right. So next we have LSU and Iowa
0: state. I personally have Iowa state.
2: Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking.
0: LSU does not have their coach. I will throw that out there.
2: Oh, okay. I don't so, know yeah, what
0: that... I don't know what happened, but they do not have their normal coach. Okay. Um and just not high on them in general. Give me a Iowa State. All
2: right. Next up we have Wisconsin versus Colgate.
0: Give me the toothpaste. <laughs> no, I, I I've got Wisconsin in this. All right, yeah. Dude, yeah, that makes some sense.
1: I have a feeling about Colgate. I don't know.
0: They so? they could do it. They're, I definitely, mm. yeah, pull that back up. Um, I got a feeling. I mean, did they, did they have any? Uh, No, nah, so they really haven't played anyone. They beat Syracuse. Is Syrac- Syracuse isn't even in the tournament, are they? No, they're
2: no. not.
0: So, I mean, that notable win really doesn't do much uh, for me, considering they're not ooh. in it. Good three point no, I mean, shooting they, and for Colgate. winner of senior team, 19 of their last 20. Yeah. I I, th- yeah, I'm, yeah, I
2: think you, I'm gonna you switch could that.
0: Talk, you could talk me into that.
2: I think I'm gonna switch Ooh. that 40% from three point range
0: <laughs> as a team. Yes. You're making me consider switching that. I I like
2: you know what? I like it. All right, next we have up USC against the U.
0: Um, I have USC. I have USC as well. Yeah. I'm I you that one.
2: And then do we pick a 15 seed over Auburn or not? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm honestly just from these numbers, I'm going
0: to go not.
1: I mean, guys, the thing about it, People said the same thing about UNBC in Virginia.
0: Yeah. I know they did. <laughs> I know they did. They Joe. did. But they did. on the day on the day that Auburn beats them by 35, we're really <laughs> looking at their bracket. Like, why?
2: So we are going Auburn. All right, on to the next round. We have Gonzaga. And Memphis,
0: uh, I want to rock with Memphis, but I I, I can't yeah. have them beating Gonzaga.
2: Gonzaga is is strong. All right, next we have UConn versus Vermont.
0: Um, who do I have in this? I have, I have Vermont winning again. Ooh.
2: That's good. Vermont looks like they do have a very good defense. I like the
0: idea of Vermont. Yeah. All right, let's go with it.
1: When, when does the tournament start? I mean, I know like tomorrow, tomorrow is- at
0: noon. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Which I'm very upset that I. I. This is the first time that I've like had a full time job during march madness
2: i know yeah. and i didn't
0: even think about it i was like talking to my dad today i'm like wait i'm gonna miss like half the game most of it yeah tomorrow. and i might have. usually i don't work fridays but i might be this week and i was like shit i might be missing like the best of it and he's like it's a rookie mistake i've taken off thursday and friday every <laughs> single year for this and i'm like damn that that's a veteran move knowing to take you know you know to take like the hall like holidays and vacations off these are the small ones. Yeah, that, like you know, March
2: Madness. Yeah. Well,
0: I thought I was smart because I took the Monday after the Super Bowl off. I was like, <laughs> I thought that was some big brain move, which it, <laughs> it did definitely help me out. But um, these are two days that would have been yeah. smart to, to think about ahead of time. Because that those are the best two days when you have them going from literally noon to time Noon to
2: like 10 o'clock at night. Some of those noon Actually, games later are the best that. ones. Because some of those games start at like 9.30. Some of the West Coast ones.
0: Hmm.
2: All right, so uh, next up is the tough one. We have Texas Tech
0: versus who we think could potentially be Rutgers. Now, again, if it's Notre Dame, things change a lot because this is Alabama, Texas Tech. Yeah. I have Rutgers winning this.
1: I'm also rocking with
0: Rutgers. It's
1: a super All right, weekend.
0: so I'll, I'll stick with that. Okay. Rutgers is down 23-26 right now, eight minutes right. left yeah. in the first. So still a very close game.
2: Yeah. All right. So move on to the next one, Michigan
0: State-Duke. I, again, this could maybe be a little UNC bias, but I feel like Duke shits out every year Ooh, in the second yeah. or third round. So They do
2: tend to do the that The only
0: lot. problem is I'm also not high on Michigan State- but I have Michigan State winning this. I might mm-hmm. switch it. I'm not sure yet because again, I because the problem is you get into the next round, I have Rutgers beating Michigan State. Oh, I have Rutgers going far. Oh wow. okay. So uh. the problem is I'm not high on either of these teams.
1: Yeah. I have Duke winning this matchup personally.
2: Yeah, I, I would lean a little can, more towards Duke in this matchup. I can I can deal with that. I, I think Duke could could get one more out of it. All right. All right so go I'm gonna there.
1: be right back. I'm just gonna grab my dinner.
2: No worries. All right, no worries. Yeah. All right. Uh, so next up we have Arizona TCU. Does it
0: a number yeah, one seed fall yet? I've got Arizona.
2: Arizona. Uh, Houston versus Chattanooga. We're thinking Houston.
1: Chattanooga.
0: I have Chattanooga. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I mean, we can go Houston. I again, no problem with that. But that's you know the
2: number you know number five seat. That's tough. Thirteen versus a five. I mean, it it's definitely possible. But I don't know, just looking at Houston's defense
0: though. They are good defensively. What, the problem is they're not great shooters. They they have a low shooting percentage. Um they they score less than six, like uh what it says seventy-five, but then at the same time yeah. uh oh I'm sorry, defensively they hold opponents to low yes, shooting percentage. Okay. Low shoot, yeah. Um the thing that scares me about them a little bit there it says they're one of the worst free throw shooting teams in Mm. college basketball and you get to the point where you're missing a lot of free throws no if they get off to a hot start and they're up by like 15 anyways then it gives them a good chance but you know if they're getting fouled and you know we look up at halftime and they're 10 you know or they're like four for 10 from the line or five for 10 from the line that could keep Chattanooga in that. And then, you know, I keep voicing this. If I already know who's going to win in the next round, I've got no problem picking an upset. So I have Arizona winning in the next round. I'm going to give Chattanooga one more chance by all means. I think Houston probably will win that. Mm. So if you want to pick Houston, we can, um, I just I know on my personal one I've got Chattanooga going one more. Yeah, if I, they could I, beat Illinois. They could beat Houston. Dude, we do need a Cinderella team after all. Exactly. That's Something's true. got you know, I you know we say that, and I'm looking at the screen right now. We've got Vermont <laughs> and Rutgers still in there. It's like maybe we have too many. But uh, um, if you want to uh, pick pick Houston, yeah, let's, I'm gonna go, go with Houston. Here.
2: Yeah. Just that defensive stat is, you know, standing out. All right, so we got Colorado State and Tennessee.
0: Um, I have Colorado State.
2: Mm.
0: This is a close one. Uh, yeah, it,
2: that is a very close one.
0: Tennessee is right pretty high.
2: His, I, I like offense.
0: a nice I, – I like a slow offense. You know, if you're trying to run and gun – and that, uh, that makes mistakes happen, and they're mentioning the, the slow pace and the the, uh, the low turnovers. Six is not that big of an upset over a three, even though True. it feels like it. On, pay, like, on paper, it looks like it. Six and three is not very different.
2: No, it's not. So, so uh, we'll I don't feel State. too
0: crazy picking Colorado State. Yeah. Uh, Nova. Um, Loyola-Chicago? Yeah, I, I don't think the, the Loyola-Chicago magic lasts yeah. very long, so I, I think have Villanova winning this. Nova.
2: Yep. All right, going down. Baylor versus Marquette.
0: Um, Baylor versus Marquette, I have Baylor. Baylor.
1: All right, Honestly, yeah. dude, Baylor never shows up in the tournament, though. They always Baylor, Baylor won last year. No, but I'm just saying, like, in the last, like, <laughs> 10 years, dude, seriously, like, they always got eliminated. Like, kind of like Duke
0: early on. I'm, I'm rocking with Baylor for a while.
2: All right.
0: <laughs> wow, uh,
2: Indiana, uh, UCLA. I'm riding uh, UCLA U- on this UCLA, one. UCLA, absolutely. Uh,
0: Texas, Purdue. I have Texas. Texas. Purdue is a young team even though jade Ivey ivy will probably be a top four top five pick in the nba he's a freshman i believe mm-hmm. if not freshman he might be a sophomore um but they're a young team they have a guy named um what the hell is his name it's their center he's like seven six um but he is not a bad like he's not very good at basketball he is yeah. just big. <laughs> and i'm going with Tech, I believe Texas is the team that had the two two of the seniors leading them. And that's what you're doing right there. I right like there, that too.
2: under 60. That's what I'm looking at for that. Um,
0: and so Purdue looked unstoppable in the beginning of the season. They haven't as of recently. They do have some eh losses, including the one to Rutgers. Yeah. Um, so I, I like Purdue in this. I think I have Purdue or not. I like Texas in this. I think oh no, I do have them losing next round. But, yeah, I'd like Texas in that matchup.
2: All right, so coming up on Murray State and Kentucky.
0: I've got Kentucky. Kentucky, yeah. I mean, we Kentucky's always just. Something that stands out to me with this Kentucky team, usually Kentucky is a very, you know, one-and-done based team. This There are four upperclassmen in the starting lineup for Kentucky. That's very unusual for them. That's very unusual, yeah. and that is. Makes me feel very good about them.
2: Hmm. All right. Going up, we got Kansas and Creighton.
0: Uh, I have... Um, can, oh, I have Kansas. Yeah, I'm thinking Kansas.
2: Yeah. All right. So, Iowa and South Dakota
0: State. I'd love to pick the Jackrabbits, but I got Iowa.
2: Iowa, yeah. I would say so.
1: I have Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. Iowa State and Colgate,
0: an eleven fourteen. Um even up. in my even in mine with Iowa State and Wisconsin, I have Iowa State. You
2: have Iowa State? Mm-hmm. I can rock with Iowa State.
0: Yeah, I, I could see that. They have some good wins.
2: Yeah. And then last one for the second round: USC and Auburn. I've got Auburn. Yeah, Auburn I'll take Auburn. All right, moving on to the Sweet Sixteen. Ooh. First match. We still
1: have all of our one and two seeds, correct?
0: Uh, I yeah. believe so. so no far. twos no twos. I think, yet, I think right? a couple
2: of them are about to fall pretty soon. I
0: I, I can tell you they are. <laughs> yeah. Uh so first
2: matchup we have sweet sixteen, Gonzaga and Vermont. Gonzaga. I, I still think we gotta go Gonzaga. Gonzaga oh, yeah, no the, just... the
0: Vermont magic will end there.
2: Yeah. And especially, I mean Gonzaga, who's uh who's the big player from Gonzaga? Scott Holmgren.
0: Which... Yeah, he's set Holmgren plus they the, if it was just Holmgren, then I'm not relying on a uh, on a freshman taking them all the way. But they've got uh, returning guys like uh, Drew, Timmy and someone mm-hmm. else. I Timmy. Forget what his yeah, name that's is, another. Yeah. Um, that were on the team that lost in the championship last year. Yeah. So you've so... got this team, you know, you basically replace Suggs with another freshman phenom but then you have all of these veteran guys coming back mm-hmm. for the most part. I know they lost one other guy, but I, they're, they're making a run in this.
2: Yeah. So next, uh, this, this is the tough part to it. it. It If Rutgers wins, then we have Rutgers versus Duke. If not, I think that changes. Oh, and a
0: hundred, but, I have, I mean, I have Alabama making it to the second round, maybe Texas tech then getting there. Um, I have Rutgers winning this. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm I'm down with it. do not it even just, get the stats because yeah, because we don't know who's gonna be score. yeah, we don't know who's gonna be there. Still three point. Uh, actually, Rutgers is up six now. Okay. Rutgers yeah, up I, six I with. Rutgers up six with four minutes left in the first. Let's see if anyone's popping off. Um, Rutgers. McConnell, the defensive guy I was talking about, is seven for eight and has sixteen points already. Wow! And Ron Harper Jr. is five for six and has eleven. That's looking. McConnell is not a guy you usually get points from. The fact that he's going to have sixteen going into yeah. the fir- going into, into halftime, the halftime is huge. Yeah, sixteen is a lot for like you know we get these like sixty bombs in the NBA. If a college, that's like equivalent to like a college guy dropping thirty. Like, yeah, pretty
2: much. Yeah. You
0: do not get those type of games in college.
2: No, you don't. Um, all right. So next up here we have Arizona and Houston. Arizona.
0: See, uh, on mine I, I have Arizona and Chattanooga, but sadly I do have Arizona winning. Arizona well. winning. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right. Going down uh to the bottom here, Baylor and UCLA.
0: I've got UCLA. I'm I'm
2: thinking that UCLA magic, man. Like mm-hmm. I said, I love that team. I love Johnny Juzang from what I saw from him last year. That kid is a baller. Hawkes is really good. Uh that their guard, Tiger Campbell, is very good. Is he the I one just, with the afro? Yes, he is. I yeah. love he's kind of he's not he's a little shorter, but he's got like the big fro, like yeah, I just, just like the Jared Allen thing. It gives him height. I just I like the look of this team. Like I said, I'm I'm really big on Johnny Juzang, too. That kid's a baller. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Texas and Kentucky. Um, I have Kentucky finally taking Texas down. Okay. Just let you know. I mean, the whole time I've been riding with Texas because of the uh, the seniors, but now you're going against Kentucky, yeah. who succeeds with freshmen, and now you've got upperclassmen in Kentucky yeah. too. So. As much as I love to ride with Texas, I think it finally yeah. falls to uh, and Kentucky here.
2: I, I like that defensive stat for Texas, averaging too. under 60 points, but Kentucky averaging scores almost 80. 80 points a game for themselves. And, and then you
0: look the other way around. Kentucky and only Texas, gives up 66, and Texas yeah, only score scores 68. So, so yeah. even if you take away some of that 80, it's still – you know, still... if Kentucky allows 66 or 68, I think it was, and Texas scores 66 – you assume that stays there. Texas allows 60. Kentucky scores 80. You think maybe that you drops down 70. to 70. Yeah. So i am It Kentucky. could very
2: well be a close game, but I think Kentucky pulls it out at the yep. end. All right, so next we have Kansas and
0: Iowa. I've got Iowa. I like this Iowa team a lot.
2: I, I could get behind that. Iowa puts up a lot of points. That's almost 84 points a game they score. And Kansas is only 79. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I could get behind that. All right.
2: Then last one, we have Iowa State and Auburn.
0: Uh, and then I have Auburn winning this. Auburn, yeah.
2: All right, down to our the
0: Elite, elite eight.
2: eight. Oh, no, we missed one. We missed Colorado State and uh, Villanova. I have Villanova. Villanova, okay. Down to the Elite Eight now. Colorado State. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Uh, down to Gonzaga Gonzaga and who we are thinking could it's potentially be Rutgers. be Rutgers if they do make the tournament.
0: S- sadly, I think the uh, run yeah. ends here. It's Gonzaga Gonzaga
2: is just like I know a lot of this is you know, oh, which one seed is gonna fall? But I think Gonzaga is just so strong. And well, the we, fact we've had, that had they some were one
0: there last. we had some one seeds fall. We had uh yeah. we had Baylor go down. Yeah. Is that the only, we had Baylor and go down Kansas. and then Kansas go down. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah. that's okay. it so
2: far. But Gonzaga is just, and the fact that they were in the championship last year too.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: these guys, the guys that they brought back. Exactly. Uh, you know, in, you know, Timmy and, you know, all the other guys have the experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next is a one, two matchup of Arizona and Villanova.
0: I've got
2: Arizona. Got Arizona? That, I think that, that could potentially be a very good game, though. That would be a very good game if it happens. Next up, UCLA-Kentucky, a 2-4 matchup.
0: I've got the Final Four rematch of Gonzaga and UCLA.
2: Okay. I'm, I dig it. Like I said, I, I like UCLA a lot.
0: That's like the one
2: team I think I'm really going to try and follow mm-hmm. in this tournament. And then Iowa versus
0: Auburn. I have Iowa. Okay, you're back. You love Iowa. I think Iowa is really good, man.
2: I mean, it's definitely close. If you look at that BPI mm-hmm. rank, fourteen to twelve, it, it could that could go either way. You no, know, the but...
0: defense. You know, Iowa's defense giving up the seventy-one isn't you yeah. know my favorite but Auburn's giving up pretty close to that in 67 67. and then Iowa 84.
2: Mm. Yeah. Scoring. Whereas Auburn's only 79. That's.
0: And then some of the, uh, the Iowa notable games. I don't know if we mentioned this before when we were talking about them, uh, one and two against Purdue. Uh, they beat Ohio state by 13, lost to Illinois, lost to Wisconsin, beat Michigan, beat Indiana twice, and beat Michigan State by 26. Oof. So, where you look at uh, Auburn, they beat Kentucky, they lost to Tennessee, lost to Yukon, beat LSU, lost to Arkansas, beat Alabama. So, I mean, right. nothing fancy on that end, in my opinion.
2: All right, so we are we down final to – our Final Four: Gonzaga, four UCLA, and five. oh Arizona and Iowa. So let's start Gonzaga and UCLA, two teams that were there before mm-hmm. last year, brought a lot of their players back. This this is the type of matchup. I feel like it's a Final Four, but I feel like these are two teams that could potentially be.
0: If I, if could either the of these teams were game. on the other side, exactly. I would be- I'd be having this as the championship. And,
2: game. I I would have to agree with that.
0: Um. But but we got unfortunately it, it, we got I, to pick I, one. I personally have to pick Gonzaga in this.
2: I I would think so. Like I said, Gonzaga just so strong as that number one overall seed, and you you know as much as I do love UCLA, I think Gonzaga is really tough.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then other side Arizona and Iowa.
0: I'm gonna let you guys guess. Who do you think I have in this?
2: I'm thinking Iowa.
0: I have Iowa. <laughs> oh, all right.
2: I, I'm, I'm,
0: like, I don't know. I just Arizona doesn't. I, I feel like Arizona made it to where they are in my bracket at least because nothing they, you know. Yeah, everybody. I had to beat they beat Ch- Chattanooga was kinda... for God's sake. Yeah. Like the teams that I had to deal with them. You know, they beat a 16 seed. Who cares about yeah. that? tcu is nothing special Special. in my books then you know even if it's not chattanooga if it's houston Houston. i don't think that's anything dangerous for them yeah villanova is really the only like big test they have and that's not until the elite eight so i know arizona you know they're 31 and three they're ranked very well they have some good wins um but i just i don't know i don't they're a young group.
1: Where are you going with this, Chewbacca?
0: <laughs> there's a young group, and there's a guy who's coming back from an ankle injury. Mm. So I'm, I don't, I, I'm, I've stuck with them all this way. I'm sticking with Iowa.
2: All right. So we have Gonzaga and Iowa in the national championship. I, I'm, I'm thinking Gonzaga takes it.
0: I, I do have Gonzaga. As much as I wish I could say I had Iowa, yeah. I do have Gonzaga.
2: And do we want to pick a score for the tiebreaker?
0: We absolutely can. I have – I'm actually adjusting mine right now. I have uh, – do I want to adjust it? Yeah, I'm going to go – I have 77 to 70.
2: Gonzaga? Yes.
0: Yes. I, I could
2: see that. That sounds like a pretty good... We'll go with Cause that. If it Because
0: if it's close, you're going to have free throws at the end, so I'm not yeah. going to give it too much of a space. And I think, I think it will be a good game, but I think Gonzaga will be in control. Oh, so that's the other- like, I don't think it's ever going to get, you know, at one point they might have it to, like, 10 or 12, then Iowa might go on a run because of how... Often, how much offensive firepower they have, yeah. But I, I don't think this is gonna be like a last possession, like
2: mm-hmm. type of get, yeah. win or
0: go home game. I think they'll, you know, be up by like four or five with like thirty seconds left, and then I'll lead to free throws. Yeah. All right. And we
2: are submitted. There you go. We have picked. The Gonzaga Bulldogs. There we go. To cut the nets down. It's, in a, it's a very
0: weird year because even like I like the idea of Gonzaga, but it's like, you know, I don't feel like it's like a heavy favorite. Yeah. No, I, this, could that's why I wanted to have a lot of upsets this year. Cause I don't think there's like, you know, I don't think one through four on each side of the bracket is like severely stronger than, you know, four through 10 or five, through, like, I think I I think this is going to be a very like I think right off the the right at the gates we're gonna be getting like 12 seeds and 10 seeds and like a 13 seed win. Like I think it's gonna be some, you know, hence the name, some madness in this. Yeah, exactly.
2: All right. Uh well it is getting late. Uh we'll skip some NHL for tonight. Uh we do have the NHL trade deadline coming up very soon. Uh, but we'll skip that for tonight. One note I will say, because it has to be mentioned, baseball is back, Maybe as teams have reported to training camp. And uh, I have to look it up. The regular season begins on uh, – let's see. I got to look it up here. I forget. Uh, Because spring training games, at least for the New York Mets, start on Saturday. Uh, I believe some spring training games might start tomorrow on Thursday or Friday. Uh, But sometime this weekend, we are getting spring training games. And the regular season begins on Thursday, April 7th. So just about three weeks away. Uh, is opening day for Major League Baseball with plans to have the full 162-game season uh, being played. A lot of signings happening, a lot of these free agents signing. Uh, A couple notable ones that I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, Kyle Schwarber signed a big deal uh, with the Phillies. Uh, I just saw as right before the show tonight, Chris Bryant uh, signed a massive, I think it was seven year uh, 183 million dollar contract to go to Colorado uh, to play with the Rockies. Um, who else? A uh, couple of tra- uh, big trades happened. Uh, I know the Braves got first baseman Matt Olson. Uh, From Oakland, and Matt Chapman, the all-star gold glove third baseman, uh, the athletics traded to the Blue Jays uh, in a big-time trade. Uh, Other than that, nothing I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, Some big-name free agents still out there. So we'll see where things fall from here and just one other note i want to make on the new york mets as i've already seen a couple of uh, interview videos and stuff from mets new manager buckshow walter and i have to say i already love this guy just from the couple like interview clips i've seen i, I already love buckshow walter like he is the manager that the mets need right now uh if you, i don't know joe if you if you've seen any of his uh his interviews so far for this spring? He, no, I, I,
1: yeah, no, I, I, I love him. They'll play hard for him. He, he's synonymous to Terry Collins in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, my biggest thing is we don't have a lefty, bro. That's true. We don't have a That's lefty in the book Like, Who's who's gonna get Juan Soto and Bryce Harper, and and Matt Olson out now? I was gonna say Freddie Freeman, but he's gone. You know what I mean? Oh uh, like, yeah, I
2: mean he's still a free agent, but it doesn't look like he's gonna be signing uh, with the Braves. Don't know where he's gonna go, but we'll see.
1: But yeah, no, I, I'm. There's still a lot of guys left out there too. I think they might bring back him for though. I think so.
2: Uh, if they think, do, it, I think it's going to be like a last-minute thing, and they're going to give them like a pity contract.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Like, dude, here's a one-year deal. Show us what you can do. Yeah. And I think the Phillies are going to get Castellanos, which is not good because they got Schwarber too.
2: Yeah, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, there was one clip uh, I saw with uh, Buck Showalter, and they asked him about the uh, the vaccine and the boosters and stuff like that. Um, Because it has been said, uh, the mayor of New York, which this is another one that makes no sense to me, because of that private sector mandate, if it still is in effect by April 7th, or actually for the Mets, it it doesn't matter right away because they start uh, their season on the road. But if it is still in effect once the regular season starts, Mets and Yankees players will not be uh, allowed to play home games which makes absolutely no sense to me because they play outside. So like what like I, it's it ridiculous. It makes absolutely no sense. Um but they were talking to Buck Showalter like I guess about the vaccines and uh I forget his exact comments. I sent you guys that video link uh in our our group chat if you guys want to watch it if you haven't yet. But like he he just straight up he's like He's like, oh yeah the vaccine like boosters he's like, yeah, I'm all, all for it like uh, i'm I'm getting ready to get my fourth booster. they can stick it wherever they want to like sign me up like it's hysterical and the one other one that I saw that I thought was awesome uh they asked him about like uh like putting up like signs and stuff in the locker room and stuff like that and he talks about how he's not really big on putting up like signs like you know, like motivational things in the locker room, like a lot of teams will do and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, that, you know, I'm just not about it. I'm just, you know, get down to baseball, you know, just go out there and play. And he's like, if I was going to put a sign up there, like up anywhere, it would say just play better. (laughs) (laughs) So like, I love, just love, like, he's just straight to the point, like no nonsense, like, He's not gonna beat around the bush with anybody. He's just gonna just tell it like it is, and that's it. And I, I really think that's exactly what the Mets need, uh, moving forward, because they have a lot of uh, potential on this team.
1: No, no, dude, I love the manager. I just don't think they address the bullpen.
2: And they, they still, they still can. Hopefully, they will. They do need a lefty, at least one of them. Uh, that's why
1: – that's the only only gaping hole in, in my mind as of now.
2: Yeah. Uh, but we'll see because uh, the Mets did make the one trade. They got uh, all-star pitcher uh, Chris Bassett uh, from Oakland to uh, be that really number number two pitcher almost behind DeGrom and uh, Scherzer. Uh, had two really good years in Oakland the last couple of years. Uh, in the shortened season, had uh, I forget, I think he was like nine and four with a two point two nine ERA last year. I think he had like twelve wins, pitched to a three point one five ERA. So putting him in at number three behind Degrom and Scherzer, with Taiwan Walker and uh, Carlos Carrasco set to be uh, the five starting pitchers, I, I really definitely am encouraged by that. So, for tonight, uh, that is it. That wraps up our show. Until next week, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Max Scherzer is a New York Met. Uh So, let's go, Mets. Let's go, Mets. Mets. We'll see you all next Wednesday.
1: Adios. Super, baby.